Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Friends with Friends, uh, a very different sort of Friends with Friends. And quite frankly, uh, the sort of Friends with Friends episodes that... It just never really entered our heads that we'd ever be required to do, Dave. No, really didn't, did it? You make a very good point. Like, I, I never thought, never considered once, actually, that this would happen in our lifetimes. Does that make sense? It's such a weird thing to think, isn't it? But it just, I don't know. I just feel like friends and all the friends have been around since since we were wee bands, and I just never thought, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? And I guess, therefore, that that's a testament to uh, how prematurely Matthew Perry's passed away and how shocked everybody was uh, when the news first broke. And obviously, we could have talked about it in the immediate aftermath, mm. but it felt like it was genuinely a death that you know people needed a bit of time just to get their head around. Yeah, I mean, I find the whole thing, I didn't quite know how to deal with it, to be honest. I don't know about you, but I got quite a lot of calls from sort of media outlets and TV and radio stations wanting me to go on and talk about it. And I just thought, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that right now. That feels, I, don't, I mean, it's, it's such a strange thing, isn't it, being on the other side of it? Because you see when celebrities die all the time, there's, there's, there's news coverage, isn't there? And there's people paying tribute. And it just, I couldn't bring myself to do it because it felt a bit weird. It felt a bit icky. Do you know what I mean? I think as well that there's a sort of internal conflict that people have had in terms of like how appropriate it is or it can be made to feel like feeling like you're grieving mm. for someone that you were such a big fan of, particularly when obviously there are some much bigger things happening in the world day to day on a bigger scale, well, quite. affecting people. Um, but I think it's like, it doesn't have to be mutually exclusive, right? Like there's still no. a, 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 a place, uh, uh, some sense in, in feeling grief for someone that you had a lot of affection for regardless of whether you met them or not there's this sort of grief policing that often happens when celebrities pass away particularly prematurely and uh yeah whatever you kind of felt is legitimate i guess oh 100 that's 100 percent legitimate i think yeah i think pe- no matter what happens people are always there's always going to be people on the internet 
saying something either way, isn't there? There's a, are people going to be saying that you shouldn't be grieving because you didn't know someone or, or you should be grieving more for this, that, or the other reason. And, and frankly, I think everybody just has their own experiences, don't they? And even within our little community of, of, of friends, fans and friends, I say fans, let's, let's call us what we are, Pete. Friends, absolute nerds. We're like, we're, mm. we're right at the top end, aren't we? Um, but even in, within our community, there'll be people that felt it differently, people that discovered it at different times in their lives, people who related, for example, probably to Chandler's character more than others, uh, and people that didn't relate to Chandler as much, and people actually in the last few years that, that saw a different side of Matthew Perry himself, you know, since the book came out and since uh, all his advocating for, for addicts and all that sort of stuff. So I think everybody, even within this uh, little community that we have, will have felt it differently, right? And will have felt affected in a different way. And everybody's just got to be allowed to deal with it in their own way, I think. Yeah, and we're going to keep this super simple kind of um, in premise today because we just had so many messages, which mm. many of which you can read on the Friends with Friends Instagram or may already have read on Friends with Friends yeah. Instagram, but we were sent a lot of messages sort of privately too, I think naturally perhaps it felt like a sort of um a lightning rod for people to you know contact the old friends with friends instagram which is a, a lovely thing yeah so, thank you and actually i think for me um, that 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 was more almost more emotional reading people's stories about it than hearing the news itself do you know what i mean because you've got people's real sort of visceral personal experiences with it and what he meant to them and and for me that that yeah i got I got quite emotional reading some of those messages, I'll tell you that. Yeah, and all the messages that we might share here are ones that are publicly viewed yes. on Instagram. So we're not sharing anything that uh, anybody's just sent privately, you know? No, absolutely not. No, absolutely. <laughs> Should we start with Melissa's message? Go for it. Melissa, hi both. The news about Matthew Perry was devastating. I reached out for my phone and my husband David said, before you do, a heads up, there's been some really sad news. And I know you'll find out immediately when you see who's trending. Tears just poured that day. Friends had such a significant impact on my life for 25 years, starting watching around 1998 when I was eight. Both David and I grew up with it, bonded over it when we got together, constantly quoted to each other, and few and a few of Chandler's words from the one with the proposal did even come up in David's vows on our wedding day. Love that. No, right. So, I mean, this clearly means a lot to both of you, right? The idea we might lose any of the six of them was almost unthinkable. Friends is so present, you almost feel like you know them. We knew about Matthew Perry's severe struggles with addiction over the years and was heartened to see him wanting to continue to help others and live well. He was so talented, influential, quick-witted, energetic, and naturally funny with amazing delivery and timing. And we're just so sad he's gone. Yeah, I mean, I think you've uh, distilled a lot of people's thoughts and emotions into a, a paragraph there, Melissa. Um, and yeah, especially, it's. I think it's such a big thing, isn't it, for a lot of couples, a lot of families, a lot of siblings. I know me and my sister share that you know, that sort of almost second language of friends quoting, you know? And it's 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 hard to know if because Matthew Perry, because Chandler had so many of those quotable lines, didn't he? Like so many of those little one-liners and those things that stick with you are Chandler lines that that I wonder if that had even more of a, an impact that, that it was Matthew Perry, you know? Yeah, I think in the in the couple of weeks since he he died as well, the sort of understandable uh, pause between that happening 
and the kind of more personal statements from the other members of the cast as well. Oh, I think yeah. you kind of still see in the last couple of days, I think, uh, Jennifer Aniston's post. Mm. And you just kind of get a, a real kind of idea of how like his humor and his desire to make people laugh is one of the first things that those who really knew him best mm. reference on each occasion. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Kat says he didn't just have the witty ad-libs and perfect comedy delivery. Matthew had comedy in his bones. Uh, his physicality provided some of the most memorable friends moments for me, he lifted the show to another dimension beyond just good writing and acting. Yeah, I think that's absolutely true, isn't it? And something that, that has really come into focus in the past couple of weeks. Also, his sensitivity stood out. Moments of tenderness and vulnerability in the show, which seemed to come from a deep place within him. I think he must not have possibly understood how appreciated he was by the Friends audience, how much we were rooting for him to do well and be well in himself. Rest in peace. You are part of our family and we'll miss you. Um, I really like this message from Antonis as well, uh, who is a Friends with Friends regular. Yeah. Um, Matthew and the rest of the cast of Friends, uh, Antonis says, are really important for me. As a kid grew up in Greece, the show taught me how to speak English. A simple dialogue and absence of slang language was perfect for me. Other than that, Chandler has to be the most believable character in the series. Vulnerable, with real-life problems caused by his past, and the one who made the biggest progress along the way. Matthew Perry lent him some of his personal drama. Comedy at its finest will miss you, Matty. It feels like I knew you. Yeah, that, I think a lot of people... I think people are st struggling a lot with that sense of we didn't know him, but we really felt like we did know him. And we didn't know actually Matthew Perry, but we felt we knew Chandler. And it's such a, such a complex set of emotions, actually, isn't it? When someone can be so distant in reality, but so sort of close emotionally, you know? Have you watched any Friends since? Yeah, it's really strange, isn't it? I haven't done it yet. No, I've not sort of actively avoided it. I've mm. just not had the opportunity to watch it over the last couple of weeks. And obviously when we're doing more and more Friends of Friends over the next few weeks and months than I will do. But I, I'm really curious to know how it, it at least initially feels watching. Like sort of just really, I can't think of the word, but it, it's not unnerving, but it's almost, you know, it, it's just so strange to watch it. It really is. Um, and I don't think it... I think I watched some maybe the day after they just happened to be on the telly and it didn't quite hit, you know, there's quite a lot of clips going on the news that first couple of days, weren't there? Um, and that didn't quite hit. But I think since then, when I've just sort of sat down to pop it on, you go, oh, no, that really is a big shift in how you perceive the show now and a big shift in... in um, uh, yeah, and, and how it sort of how it speaks to you. So yeah, when you do watch it for the first time, Pete, which will probably be next week. Let's face it for the new series, and that's such like a big fundamental change in the reason why people watch Friends, right? Yeah. Like it's you you watch it, people watch it routinely, time after time, and have done for so many years because of the kind of I kept hearing the word comfort yeah. around the time that he died, and. Um, it's it's so strange to have that kind of to have a cloud over that comfort at least hopefully temporarily and i'm sure people will switch to a place of kind of 
you know, being able to appreciate how funny yeah. he was and still feeling comfort from it. But so soon after, it's really odd that there's that big difference in the kind of experience of watching a show that people were taking comfort in for so long. Yeah, I think so. And I think hopefully uh, people will be able to approach it in, in the way of knowing, you know, sort of keeping his memory alive by knowing what comfort he and the rest of them did bring to and continue to bring to people's lives, you know? So I think hopefully there's a way people are going to be able to frame that within their own heads as they watch it, because that's really the way to, to sort of, to, to keep his contribution to it and to everybody's lives with us. Um, even though he's sadly gone. A couple more of your messages, um, that, that really touched us actually. Kelly, I feel weird about how sad I felt and still feel. I think being 34, this man was in my living room at my parents' house, my first rented house, and now the house I own. When I go back to my parents, it's on in the background. When I feel ill, it's my comfort show. When I wander into my teenage daughter's room, friends are still blasting out. It's passed down and it's still funny and heartwarming all these years later. Nobody is evil. There's no bad guy. Uh, brackets except Ross's boss who ate a sandwich I hate him <laughs> uh, and you don't get that anymore in TV where you want them just all to succeed Chandler was there saying quick lines we all wished we could think of on the fly he really was the best at delivering those lines his voice is etched in our memories I still haven't watched Friends since I heard the news and it's on our TV every day usually I'm really worried it won't feel the same well hopefully Kelly you can sort of um take what we were just saying a couple of minutes ago and uh, and and use that to to keep the memory of of Matthew Perry alive and um and yeah keep that with you as your comfort thing as you go forward uh, one last message. This one's from Chantal. He says, I was out shopping with my family. I got a message from my brother and ignored it. Then I got a message from a friend at work, which never happens. So I read it and then just stood there in the middle of the shops. My family had wandered off, so I was all alone at that point in time. I eventually told my husband, but I couldn't even say it properly. I'm pretty sure I just showed him the message and then just cried, walking through the shops crying and with my kids wondering what was wrong with mummy. I sat in the car and cried. We got home and I didn't know what to do. So I said I was going to the local Target, that's a supermarket for non-US listeners, and purchased his book. I'm up to where he's just been cast in the role of Chandler. The sadness I felt on Sunday... It was as if it was deep in my soul. I've watched Friends that many times I can say the lines before the actors do. It's my comfort show to put me to sleep. It's my go-to when I'm feeling really anxious. The world will forever miss you. Rest in peace, Matt Man, says Chantel. Yeah, and I think that sums it up, doesn't it? Thank you for all your messages. Like Pete says, there's loads of them underneath um, the little tribute posts we put up uh, when Matthew Perry died. So do have a little read of some of those messages. They are really heartwarming tributes, personal experiences. And um, yeah, yeah, don't don't read them if you're feeling a little bit, uh, a little bit emotionally vulnerable, I would say, because they, they will get you. We thought we'd end this episode, though, Pete, didn't we, with a little bit of a uh, just reflection on some of our best Matthew Perry and Friends moments, because it's, it's an interesting one, this actually, because Matthew Perry's towards the end what was the end of his life did sort of say i hope i'm not just remembered for friends i hope i'm remembered for for much more and all the work i do around addiction and all that sort of stuff and uh obviously that's much much more important in the grand scheme of things but i think you know within our little community and within this podcast especially uh it's it's fair game isn't it to to, to look at some of his best chander moments because that is really what brought him to all of us and what sort of bonds all of us 
um, with Matthew Perry's experience, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and it seems strange as a gear shift to just go from <laughs> all these deeply moving tributes to some of my favourite moments, but I think it is the nicest way to try and remember him. Um, a few just sprang to mind. Uh, firstly... I don't know why this one sticks in my head, but when... Is that the seagulls, Pete? The seagulls are back. Yeah, the- do you know what? <laughs> I haven't heard... I haven't heard the seagulls for quite a while. They seem to have just come back specifically for Friends of Friends. Oh, there you go. They're podcast seagulls. That's good to know. Yeah. I hire them in. <laughs> you just got sound effects, haven't you? I admit it. I admit it. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah the... Uh, the, the the scene that I love so much and it's such a strange friend scene is when Chandler bumps into Janice in the supermarket and pretends he's on his way to a party uh, in Chelsea of a woman called Chelsea the barley party and he's holding what what kind of party serves barley there's just something about uh, that whole scene and and I think Kat said it earlier and a couple of my friends favourite Chandler moments actually are, are where he shows this sort of slight emotional vulnerability but Chandler really trying to get his head around this Janice situation and when he puts on his little fake British accent and all that sort of stuff just really makes me laugh um, and then another clip I watched really recently which really just makes me laugh so much and I think it sort of epitomises Matthew Perry is you know that cold open where he's just chasing Kathy down the street yeah and just so much in that it's so physical but just the sauce the dogs the garbage all that and then that little noise and (laughs) the sauce and the dogs (laughs) that's how he'll be remembered the sauce and the dogs (laughs) and then he just gets to her and just goes i just wanted to say hey and makes this face and this noise and oh man i think it's all of matthew perry's absolute finest work physicality comic timing you know it's just it's just a one-man scene that you know yeah i think there's so many different examples of his different skills Mm. as well like that's obviously quite a physical thing his delivery of lines has been mentioned so much i also love the kind of combination of the two where i love the reciting of the tale with jack geller in the sauna and everything (laughs) with the and it was really steamy and his sort of narration of that happening too. There's so many different styles of, yeah. well, funny that he right. was able to just tap into it with such ease. And then, but I think my favourite sort of overall Chandler moment combines all the all the funny with all the emotional vulnerability that Kat mentioned earlier. And it, it's the one where Heckles dies. And I think there's so much funny in that, but also it just shows Matthew Perry shows such vulnerability and that line right at the end of that episode where he just sort of looks and goes, goodbye, Mr. Heckles, we'll try to keep it down. I just think the way he delivers that after everything that's been happening in that episode is so perfect and very moving. And that was that was actually the first line that came to my head, the first moment that came to my head when it happened. And we'll remember him, won't we, Peter? Not only for that sort of emotional vulnerability, but all the, also just all the joy he's brought us over the years and will continue to do so. And like we say make his memory live on forever and i'm sure it will especially uh in the in the minds of anyone listening to this yeah absolutely i will take a really quick break and then when we're back in just a second we'll look ahead to more friends of friends Right. Um, Well, thank you for your patience, because, of course, we would have been back with Friends with Friends, a new series. uh, Well, we would have been back for a few weeks by now. Yeah, we would. Um, But understandably, 
much like a lot of people find it difficult to watch Friends, we thought that people might find it difficult to listen to Friends with Friends uh, in the immediate aftermath. But Dave, as of next week, we are back with a new series of Friends with Friends. Oh, M God. That's oh, exciting, M-God. isn't it? Hey, do you want an exclusive reveal of... Well, actually, we can have one of our... This should probably be an off-air conversation conversations. On oh, that. yeah. I love those. They're my fave. Go on. Um, so the first episode back is the one where Rachel has a baby. Is it? But that's a two-parter. Okay. So what do you want to do? Do you want to do both episodes? Do you want to come back with a, a, a chunky... <laughs> <laughs> a chunky friends with friends going through two episodes or like what do you want to do oh crikey moses no i think i think there's going to be too much in that there's a lot in those episodes right okay so do you want to do the one where rachel has a baby part one yes correct and then Great. we do the one where rachel has a baby part two the week after yeah i reckon don't yeah, you yeah that's probably a good idea that's isn't sensible it? otherwise it'll be long and rambly and no one will want to listen to the whole thing you know okay well that saves us a whatsapp chat um over the next few days happy days also so what season is this 11 10 10 oh i a see friend with friends. good fine so i was looking at the wrong spreadsheet earlier when i texted you about an episode that i thought we were doing well, that's good to know Yes, well, you were about to watch it before I reminded you that it wasn't until next week, and it was also the wrong episode. <laughs> <laughs> As you can tell, we're ready to return. It would have been absolutely awful, but also peak friends with friends if you turned up to do a lovely heartfelt tribute to Matthew Perry, and I was <laughs> just there. What about those rats, eh? <laughs> I was there talking about <laughs> Phoebe's rats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. crikey Moses. There we go, eh? Well, yeah, that's a Good. little exclusive for, in about seven months' time, the first episode of season 11, eh? Yeah, spoiler. Spoiler alert. Anyway, so we'll be back next week, eh? With the In one... fact, it won't be, because if we're splitting... Fuck <laughs> off! If, if we're splitting the one where Rachel has a baby into oh, two, then no. that will no longer be the first episode of Series 11. Oh, shambles. A shambles all round. Okay, well, I better look. go look at this spreadsheet. We are back with a plum, I'd say. And what um, episode is it, Dave? The one with the thing with the trinkets. Part one. Part one. All the best. Bye. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.